Broadcasting live from the Out of the Boat Ministry headquarters, you're listening to Cast the Net. Now here's your hosts, Matt Hynas and Sean Fraunfelder. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, you, uh, you're the creator of the heavens and the earth. Lord, you're the creator of the the moon, stars, the sun. Lord, you're the creator of the wind and the rain, the land and the sea. Lord, you are the creator of all things, and you are the sustainer of all things. Yes. Lord, the fact that we can even come into your presence, I really don't think that we can fully grasp that. Uh, the fact that we can have a personal relationship with you, it amazes me how how big you can be and how personal you can be at the same time. And Lord, we're so uh, grateful uh, that we have a loving God who is so much more committed to our salvation than we've ever been. Lord, so we, uh, we thank you for that. Uh, Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, and what he's done for us. Lord, we love you, and we want to pray this in the holy and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Welcome to Castanet Podcast number eight, brought to you by Out of the Boat Ministries. My name is Sean Fraunfelder, and I am joined once again by with sorry, Matt Hynas. Hey, how it's going? And Adam Shine. Good evening. Dang it, that's the second time I did that. Good yep. day. Good day, mate. Right? Just say good day. Good day, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, this has kind of been uh, the walk that the Lord has taken me on uh, over these past few months. Uh, this has been a topic that's been um, heavy on my heart. Uh, th- so this is, I want this to be more of a conversation between the three of us. Because I want to ask you a serious question. And I want you to seriously look at it in your life. And I want you to, to talk about it. Have you truly, truly sacrificed for anything? Yeah, boy. Yes. Uh, but not much. Uh, and uh, for God specifically, even less. The first thing that comes to my mind of something that I sacrificed is my personal time when uh, my wife was very sick. Uh, I spent a month and a half at OSU, mm. uh, and I took care of her um, from beginning to end. Uh, you know, she didn't have to have any nurse aides take care of her, do anything. Um, their involvement of her treatment stuff was very minimal to stuff I couldn't do. And, uh, I, you know, that was me putting my wife before myself and uh it was hard uh but because of how much i loved her and cared for her and i uh, wanted her to do better uh yes I, I sacrificed much during during a couple occasions where she's been been very sick but that's the only thing that comes to mind right away so that's been where i've i've been here lately i mean honestly like how often do you put honestly put your wife before you? Mm. Well, 
that time she was near death. So call that extenuating circumstances, you know, when she's healthy. It is, but it, that should be happening all the time. It's not when, you're, not when your wife's on her deathbed. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, let's face it. We, we work in jobs and careers that we want. We, mm-hmm. um, we kind of go and do what we want. Mm-hmm. You, know, you kind of check in. Um, we spend money on what we want. We, um, we watch the TV that we want. We wear the clothes that we want. We, I mean, everything that we do is really what we want. You know, we go to the church that we want to go to. Is that the church you were called to? Is that the church that your wife wants to go to? Mm. So Webster's notes, sacrifice is an act of slaughtering an animal or a person or surrendering a possession as an offering to God or to a divine supernatural being. So what we're talking about here, obviously, is surrendering a possession, whatever that possession might be, the television remote. Our time. Time. Our money. Money. Mm. So this has been me for many years, and this is kind of the transition of my life right now. Mm. Um, so there's been a, a, a couple things. One, I was out walking a dog, uh, the Sunday before, uh, Christmas. And I really felt the Lord say, when was the last time you worshiped with your wife? Mm. Now for, for those of you listening, my wife and I have been going to two different churches for, I don't know, probably the last year and a half or so. Uh, she stayed at, uh, a church that her and I were, um, you know, members of had gone there for 10, 12 years. Um, there were some things that were going on. I didn't like, so I left my wife and daughter stayed there. Um, and I just really felt that at, at some point in time they were going to, uh, come with me, but they didn't want to leave. They didn't feel that it was them being called away. So when the Lord said, when was the last time you worshipped with your wife? I mean, obviously he knew that answer. And that was, that's been the one thing that, that I really struggled with was during this time was there's nothing that you're going to find in Scripture that's going to back that. That's going to say your family should be split and going to two different churches. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. won't. So it was always kind of in the back of my mind. So I thought, okay, Lord, you know, I'll, it's Christmas season. I'll, I'll go. So I came back and told my uh, wife and daughter, hey, I'm going to go to church with you guys. And they were just floored. So I went there, and, and during this time, kind of my thought process and, and the way the Lord was, was laying things on me was... Like, what is more important to me? My pride of saying that I'm not going to go here because I disagree with this, that, or the other, or teaching my daughter the foundation of what a marriage should be Mm. as husband and wife together based around your faith in God, 
um, but also being connected to a body of believers. Okay. Well, I wasn't teaching her that. So when I talk about sacrifice or giving up something, I need to give up, I need to lay down my pride to be able to go to a building. I mean, that's basically what church is. It's a building. Yeah, that, that building isn't holy, by the way. Right. Just a building. Just a building. With them to feel, you know, a, as one family, what is that going to hurt? Yeah. Other than my pride. So when I talk about sacrificing things, I'm not talking about a, a, a blood sacrifice. What, what I'm talking about is putting someone else's wants, needs, desires ahead of your own wants, needs, and mm. desires. I mean, so, yeah, I think it's, you know, it is absolutely what you should have done for your wife when she was sick, but it shouldn't have to be the, she's sick, so now I'm going to do it. Because now, You're absolutely right. you know, so do you still have that same mentality now? No, I mean... I absolutely love my wife and I do want to take care of her, but taking care of her to the degree that I did at that point, that was hard work. Mm-hmm. I I don't like hard work. <laughs> I and can, especially at home where I want to be lazy. Uh, you know, I, I get done from work. By the way, she works too, just as hard as I do, if not harder, probably harder, you know, and she still takes care of so much stuff at the house. I I don't. I don't, and I don't have an excuse for it. I just don't, you know. Uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I should have that desire to to take care of her, to comfort her, to love her to the degree I did when she was sick. Um, do I do all those things? Absolutely. But do I do them to a point of sacrifice? Not a lot. You guys know I come at things differently sometimes. I kind of come in from different angles. And I mean, let's be honest, um, men's pride and that soft whisper that you deserve your time by yourself, you deserve to, is one of the greatest things created out of Hell's Kitchen. I can tell you for many years, um, I damaged my relationship with my wife year after year after year, only making it worse by the philosophy of, I deserve time at the golf course. I deserve that time on Saturday or Sunday for four plus hours to go play golf with my friends while she does things with the kids, while she feeds the kids, while she raises the kids, while she cleans the house. She works too. And I kept hearing that whisper you deserve that. You work hard. You deserve that time. Your job is very difficult. You deserve to go have that time. And man, did I have a good time? I did. I played a lot of golf and I had a lot of great times with my friends from the golf course. Did it come at a price? You bet it did. Even more so, you can do that in ministry. I've mm. done that in ministry. Great you know, point. I'm doing this now. A lot of things that I do for God, I'm very thankful that it's stuff that I enjoy to do, and he's blessed me with that. But it's really easy for me to get completely involved in many different things. Uh, 
because I enjoy what I do. I enjoy what God asked me to do. I enjoy what other people ask me to do for God. And I can be like, well, I'm, I'm going out tonight. I'm going to go do this, or I'm going to go do that. Well, it's for God. You should, you should be understanding about that. Hmm. But denying my time with her to love on her to, and what you said, to show that relationship that I have with her in a godly fashion to my children, I put that on the back burner so I can do other stuff for God. And that's, that's a mistake. And it's something I've had to work on. Yeah, because that's the... So the, the image of in our kids' heads of what a marriage is supposed to be is what we're currently doing with our wives. Absolutely. That's it. That's what, that's what they see. That's what they see every single day. So we all have daughters. Yep. Do you want your daughter to be married to somebody who's deserves his own time? As and and and, and for my aspect, okay. So you, you know, you had that. For me, it was year after year of, you know, this is my dream to have a shop. This is my dream to be self-employed. This is my shop, my dream, my desire, my, my, my. And you can read through any part of Scripture and you won't see that, but especially if you go to Ephesians 5. There is no way you could ever get, because as men, we are to love our wives as Christ loved the church. Mm. And what did he do? He sacrificed yeah, for it. He laid it down. Laid down everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's been the journey that I've been on here lately of, man, there's been a bunch of me, 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 me. You know, and, and I'm, I'm no different than you, Matt. I deserve this. This has been my dream. I've, I've, I've had this dream since I was in sixth grade. I deserve to do this. In the meantime, if somebody would have walked up to me five years ago and said, hey, I'm going to give you the, 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 the single thing that would stop the biggest fight in your marriage, would you take it? I probably would have said, yeah. And that thing would have been, it's your business. Mm-hmm. But I just kept ignoring it. Why? Because it's my dream. So I continue to keep dragging my wife through it and causing anxiety and depression and all kind of stuff. Why? Because of my pride of mm. I deserve this for me. And this has been a big eye-opener for, for me as to, to see that perspective of how I've been viewing things. I mean, even you know my relationship with my parents has been about you know me and my dreams my relationship with my daughter has been that my relationship with and the lord has really revealed that yeah i don't sacrifice for hardly anything mm. i don't i mean and then it depends upon how far you want to take the sacrifice i mean i've heard many times show me your bank account statement i'll show you where your where your heart is Pizza crossing? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is where yours is. True story. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so you were you were talking there. I wasn't over here texting on my phone. I was 
something came to mind. Um, when we put I in front of anything, unless it's I will do this for you, we're, we're going in a bad way. So Isaiah 14, 13, and 14, these are the phrases expressing the sinful desires of Lucifer. Each of those begins with I will. Mm. I will ascend to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the Mount of Congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Now, I'm not saying that's where we are. We're not obviously quite to that saying we're like God, but when we say, I want, I'm going to do this because I, we're in a bad, we're, we're starting down a bad path. Right. Um, and I love what you said. There's a couple things I want to tell you, and I want to encourage the folks listening. Number one, you heard the Lord. How did you hear the Lord? Well, you're in conversation with him, mm-hmm. your prayer, you're reading the word. You have this dialogue, you know his voice. You know, we've talked before on this podcast, Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. So it's important to know that. So yeah, it's important to hear the Lord, but here's the next piece that's just as important. The act on what the Lord yeah. tells you. Right. Like, yeah. and, and, and you know, you've heard me say this before. And I want everybody out there to know this. If Sean wouldn't have done what the Lord told him and he would have died that day in a car crash, Sean's still going to heaven. He's still saved. He's still professed Jesus. He's still following after him. He's still a disciple. Just because he didn't do that doesn't mean he's going to hell. What it means is your relationship with your wife would still be just as rocky. Like, the Lord right. wouldn't have been able to start to bring you out of something that you had been in for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, the, my salvation's not based on this decision. Your right. salvation's not based on whether you're sad. Right. But I've come to give you an abundance of life. Mm, yeah. You know? So what does that look like? All of us have kind of different, but maybe it's starting to walk closer with God and actually actually doing what we're commanded to do. Mm. Loving other people. You know, putting other people ahead of yourself. You know, actually sacrificing for people. I mean, maybe this is part of it. Maybe it's not to have nicer cars, a bigger house, to go on better vacations, be able to golf every day. Maybe because th- that's what we think. Yeah, yeah. Again, go back to the last podcast because we think we we have the better directions. Maybe a better life is actually walking out what Scripture tells us to do. And all through Scripture, from the beginning to the end, you're going to see sacrifice. Mm. Yeah. All right? And please understand, when I say sacrifice, it is not a blood sacrifice. It is giving up something for someone else. It's time. It's money. It's laying down your ego. Let me go one step further with the sacrificial piece. It's giving up something that's important to you. Mm. Right. If I yeah. give up 
vegetables. <laughs> Am I sacrificing anything? No. Not you. That's right. Why? <laughs> because vegetables are not important to me. I don't care about them. It's not anything that's important to me. Sacrifice requires you giving up something that you love dearly. And that is the difficulty right. that we face. Right. And you put that with pride. That's quite a one-two combo together. Right. Yeah. And what makes it even harder is we all know that by giving that sacrifice, what comes on the other end, you know. Peace. Peace comes from it. Uh, A closer relationship with the people we sacrifice for. A closer relationship to God because we're making that sacrifice. uh, and wanting to do this to to be a better image of him for the people we live with, um, ultimately his his uh, pleasure in pleasing him by doing so, which are all amazing things, and yet it's real easy for me, especially to go back to the no, no, I, I don't think so. That's that's just too hard. Yeah. Well, and 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 I want to say this. Um, and I, I've told you this personally, and I, I don't want to say it in, in, in this piece, um, because there are people out there who are listening who, who don't know you to the depths that we've got to know you. But when you told me that you were going to take the position that you're in now and that you're going to walk away from the shop, when you shared with me about what the Lord told you about worshiping with your wife, that's not stuff I've heard from you before. Mm-hmm. And I knew like, man, the Lord is working something big. And, 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 I'm, and I'm proud of you there. I'm proud mm-hmm. of you not only that you heard the Lord. Obviously, that's very important. But the very fact that you said, you know what, Lord, I, I'm going to sacrifice something that has been very, very important to me for a long time for the betterment of my wife and my family. Mm-hmm. Man, I love you for that. That's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so then here's how the here's how the Lord works. It's been almost two weeks since we actually shut the shop down. It's been um, about a month or so since you know this decision was made. The past two weeks, I've already seen almost like a weight lifted off my wife. Wow! Praise God! Yeah, yeah. Um, We've been getting along great. Um, and, and, and I guess the part that really frustrates me is I'm thinking like, man, if I could have done this eight years ago, mm. like where would we be? But I was just so blinded in my own uh, selfishness um, that I couldn't see that. And I just thought, you know, because what I kept thinking was, well, once we got to the point where we'd be successful and we had enough money, that would take care. No. Mm-hmm. Actually, once again, money can't fix. So what actually could fix it is... Submission. Letting, mm-hmm. letting that go. I mean, so between that and then also, you know, I do... Look, the three of us sitting here, the men that are listening right now, um, and women. And women. Don't think this is just for men. Right, but what I'm going to say is for men. Men, your wives and your kids are going to stand in front of 
Christ one of these days. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. And part of your job as a spiritual leader of the house Mm. is to prepare them in the best way that you can for that meeting. Well, you're preaching now. Mm. So I have to display Christ as best as I can in my marriage, and I have been absolutely horrible at that. Um, so, yeah, do I still have pride things that, that uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still fighting this right now. I mean, I, I do, but, but this has been something that's been revealed to me that I haven't really, I haven't, I haven't sacrificed financially for the kingdom. Mm. I haven't sacrificed, um, I mean, just simple things as like language wise. I haven't sacrificed um, my time. I haven't sacrificed. I mean, there's been so much things that I haven't sacrificed um, that I haven't laid down because I wanted to hold on because they're mine and they're important to me because everything, everything in life is about me. And that's, and I think that is part of the message of what Christ was saying is it's not about you. It's not. Mm-hmm. And to be able to let that go and not constantly struggle with the rat race that is society now. You know, the keeping up with the Joneses, um, you know, on the financial side, the the constant you know, well, I want to watch this game and I want to do this. And I want, I mean, to be able to say, today I'm going to do what my wife needs done. I mean, you have 78 people that live in your house, Matt. Well, I'm down <laughs> to 75 now. All right. Um, look, taking, uh, taking dishes and, and laundry off your wife, I think that would help. Yeah. What would her attitude towards you be? Hope she'd make me some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're right. I mean, I know, I know how to please my wife. And it's not being asked, but just doing simple things. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if I were to take care of mopping the floor or cleaning the baseboards, these simple things, which I don't just don't want to do because I'm lazy she would be ecstatic. And I mean, by doing that, she has more energy, uh, has more reason and has more interest in, you know, having a better relationship with me too. I mean, ultimately I get benefits out of sacrifice, sacrificing. Now that's not why I should be doing. I should be doing just because I love her, but there, there is a, she would be very happy and be very thankful. She may not be able to explain it very well, but I mean, I I know, I know what I can do to uh, take the pressure off of her. And yeah, I I do every once in a great while, but I don't do it like I should. People from the outside should be able to look at our marriage and see the gospel. Absolutely. Yeah. Can they see that? Honestly, in your marriage, in my marriage, is, are people going to look from the outside and see the gospel displayed within your marriage? Uh, I hope so. You know, I think sometimes. Let, let, but let's, let's where face it this. Be. We are in a culture 
that says 24 hours a day, it is all about you. Yeah. You need this. You need that. This whole culture that we're in. Uh, marriage is all about you. Yes. Yes. And, and that's completely wrong. And so we're programmed on a daily basis. Our kids are programmed on a daily basis that everything is about them. Maybe that's why it's so hard for people to come to church and people to come and disciple after Jesus is because Jesus says, no, it's all about me. Mm. It's not about you. It's about me. It's about serving me. It's about serving the kingdom. It's about putting yourself. What did he say? You want to be first in heaven? Mm. Be last here. Yeah. That goes against everything our culture says. Right. And, but also remember, we have been called to be set apart. Mm. We have been called to not be, right. we can be, we'll be in this world, but not of this world. I, I so, think, so that, that, I think that's part of the battle that we're going to have. I think that's yes. one of the fronts that the enemy is winning on is this constant message is being pushed out. That is about, it's all about show, it's all about you, it's all about, you know, your house, your car, your career, your bank account, your, 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 and that's it, not it. I mean, the reason that you're given more is so that you can give more, not so that you can buy more crap. Yep. That's it. But what do we do? Buy more crap. Right. It has to really be a change of mindset and a sacrifice from what we want. Let and me, I think that's where we're going to find that peace and that abundance in life. Let me ask you a question. You you referred earlier in this podcast eight years ago. You said, if you came to me eight years ago, were you saved eight years ago? Yeah. And so... I, I I pose the question out there to the listeners. You can be saved and you can be going to heaven, but I think there is some things to say about time, time with the Lord, time learning from the Lord, time sitting at his feet. You know, it's taken you this long to come to this point. Mm -hmm. um, it's taking you going through the ups and the downs that you went through uh, to come to this point, this realization to say, wow, this would be so much easier if I just submitted. Now, uh, you know, and I know, and Adam knows, Hell's Kitchen's light, it's on 24-7. So right. now that you've got this off your, ta your oh, table. Oh, it's coming. Now he's like, oh, okay, it's coming. plan B. Yep, it's coming. Plan it's, C. There's no doubt about plan it. Plan D. Because that's how he works. Right. But here's the thing. We know that the Lord has given us a spirit of sound mind, not a fear. The Lord has given us dominion over the enemy in the name of Jesus. And so the one thing that you have going for you that maybe a lot of other believers don't is you're in the word and you're in the prayer time. You know his voice. 
I just want to encourage people tonight. If you're not hearing from the Lord, you probably better quiet the things around you. Mm-hmm. You probably maybe want to ask different questions than maybe what you're asking because it's so important, especially in this day and age, we have got to hear from the Lord. So that, uh, you, you made mention of this in the last podcast when we start talking, I start flipping through. Not always do I say, you know, what I'm, but when you were talking about that, I just had uh, a scripture in James pop up. Let me see if I can find it real fast. I don't want to, don't want to misquote it. While he's looking that up, I want to take just a minute to uh, encourage all the listeners. Hey, if you live around Logan, Ohio, um, every Thursday night at 630, we're here, Out of the Boat Ministries, 57 West Hunter Street, Logan, Ohio. And we'd love for you, for you men to come. We usually meet for about an hour and a half. We have some pizza, some praise and worship, and then uh, we dive into the Word of God, whether it be in a presentation, uh, following after a speaker, or just reading the scripture and discussing it. We would love nothing more for you to come. Um, if you've been following after the Lord for one day, you're more than welcome. If you've been following after the Lord for 30 years, you're welcome too. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, you're more than welcome to come too. Um, we're a multi-denominational group of men, and we would just love for nothing more than you to come and spend a little time with us on Thursday night. Oh. There's a part in that when James says, you know why you don't receive? Because you ask improperly. You're asking for your own mm. selfish desires. You know, so you have all these people who, well, my prayers aren't being at, like, so in that conversation time, in that prayer time with the Lord, is it just a an I wish list? You know, or... Are you praying for the things that God wants? Or are you praying for a bigger bank account and a better retirement? I mean, so that's what I was trying to find real quick. But um, again, is, because... Is this it? You James make, 4, 3. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Hmm. Bingo. About you about you so um so anyways that's that's kind of where i've been here lately um i just wanted to share that but but i hope that you know maybe it uh triggers a thought process and and somebody and some of you uh that lets you sit back and say am i really do i really put my wife first I mean, I do it, you. It's a great question, and then I, I can tell you, uh, as most of our discussions, you know, I'll, I'll come away and I'll be chewing on this for a while, and I know the simple answer is no, I don't. Right. I mean, that's my I answer. But it's it, very easy. I can answer it right now. Right. No, I don't. And maybe that's a great challenge to the listeners out there. It's Put a great your, challenge to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah me you know, too. The first thing that God's laid on me is like, you should go home and tell your wife about this podcast. Of course, the first thing I think, but then I'm going to have to do something about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, 
My wife will make cookies for Sean. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. I won't get any of those cookies. She'll make it for Sean for saying this. Uh, so yeah. Snickerdoodles joy. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's been something that's been on my heart. Uh, well, thank you I want, for sharing. I wanted to share. Yeah. Um, but I've also been praying that, I pray that the Lord helps me keep the perspective that I have right now mm-hmm. and kind of the thought process that I have right now and the desires that I have right now because I still know, I know me and I know how self-centered I can get on things. Um, I pray that I continue to, I mean, I'm rolling up on 19 years of marriage. Like it's taken me this long to try to get something in it right, you know. Um, so for those of you out there who have been married for a while, I'm sure you understand. For those of you who are just getting married or have only been married for a few years, um, honestly, put your spouse first. Men, you know, put your wife first. Um, you know, we're, we're called to do that. And men... Truly be the spiritual leaders of your houses because mm-hmm. there will be a day when that, um, you know, two-year-old, three-year-old, five-year-old, eight-year-old that's in your house right now will stand in front of a holy God. Mm-hmm. And you as a spiritual leader have been tasked with, commanded with being the spiritual leader. And you need to make sure that that foundation is there so that when that meeting happens, it is a glorious, glorious meeting, and that your spouse or your kid hears, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's going to wrap it up for tonight. I think um, I got a little homework for, for everyone who's listening. If you've not seen the movie The Matrix... Maybe give that movie a watch here sometime over the next week or so. Thinking maybe the Lord has kind of put a couple of things in my mind just from this this podcast um, about the movie The Matrix and how it kind of transitions into the world that we are in today. Okay. I've never seen any of those movies. There you go. So <laughs> while you're eating the cookies that my wife makes for you, you can watch The Matrix. I want to eat. I'm going to eat those cookies while I watch uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Just saying, <laughs> that came out. Gotcha. Adam, you want to close us up in prayer tonight? Absolutely. Lord, I, I just thank you for this time that we get to talk and converse uh, with each other and, and share that with other men. Uh, I thank you that we get an opportunity to challenge each other as well as other men. Lord, I pray that specifically for tonight, the, the opportunities that you have given us to make changes in our marriages, make changes in our lives for, you know, for you and also for our wives and our children. I pray that we can move past the conversation and uh, put these thoughts and these concepts to, to action. Uh, Lord, I pray that this gives an opportunity for other men to put these, uh, uh, these concepts into action. Uh, Lord, I do know that this is your will for us to serve our wives uh, sacrificially. Um, and Lord, as much as that's a hard thing for me personally to hear, I know that is in your will. Uh, Lord, and I thank you for continuing to giving us opportunities to be challenged, uh, to serve you better through multiple facets. Lord, I just pray a hedge of protection over us and any, any men that are listening uh, as they contemplate uh, new opportunities to serve you. In your heavenly name, amen. 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 
You've been listening to Cast the Net, a production of Out of the Boat Ministries. For more information, follow us on Facebook at Out of the Boat Logan or visit our website, outoftheboatministries.com.